what it do everybody and welcome to another for loop podcast on loop we're your directors um yeah yep it's your Uh, boy squibble out here you know what it is the one and only uh aka j aka nobody messes with the squibs aka squib man and the squibbly Uh, and I am your other director, Lawrence, uh, a.k.a. Ham Sandwich, a.k.a. Um, uh, <laughs> we will fall for Mother Russia. <laughs> and today we will be discussing <laughs> a, movie, a movie I wish I never, you know, a movie I wasn't happy with, uh, Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> So much expectations for this movie I had, and it was it was not it was not that it was it fell it dropped the ball. Same like the I loved the first Wonder Woman. I thought it was really good. Oh yeah, and the trailers for this one looked really good as well. Oh yeah, it was but, nice. I thought you know I want to know who the big baddie was because I know it wasn't Cheetah. Yeah, but just but underrated. You, yeah. <clears throat> Okay, we'll dive into it. But just kind of like, this is our second episode, so make sure to go to listen to the first one, which we did on Tenet. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie compared to a really mediocre movie. (sighs) Why do we, how do we downgrade? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We might even downgrade next week, we don't know. Um, But some just quick little things. So it came out to HBO Max in theaters on December 25th. So it came out on Christmas of this year, last year. Yeah. You know, because we're in a Pondulce and all. <laughs> Pondulce? <laughs> yeah, man, we're in a Pondulce. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> what is a Pondulce? What? <laughs> it's a... It's it's a it's sugar bread. It's a it's a Spanish thing. You, you know you ever heard the meme where everybody's been saying we're in a panoramic, we're in a pan dulce, we're in a pandemonium. <laughs> I have uh, not yeah, seen that. The world would be in a much thing. better place if we were just sugar bread. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> you know, and that's and that's why it came out on HBO Max. Um, yeah. Which is actually, it's going to be the first big title. In the line of bigger titles that are going to be released to HBO Max, because oh, every so big thing is getting released, like King versus Kong. King versus Kong. Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Kong. This is already starting bad. Uh, Suicide Squad. Um, Zack Slander's Justice League, which we were also going to have to do that. And that's going to be a task. That's going to might be in episode one and two. We don't know. Like put into two parts, but anyway. Back to Wonder Woman. And to show you guys guys how bad this movie was, IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10. It's not good. And for those of you, for those of you who are like, oh, IMDb is not uh, a good thing to look at. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 60. Google users gave it a 67, and Metacritic gave it a 60 as well. They're all around the same, yeah. So it's like, and don't get me wrong, the movie, the visuals and all of that, it was good. Uh, What's her name? Gail Gaddett is a good actress. Gail Gaddett. Gail Gaddett. I keep saying Gaddett. Either way, she's a good actress. 
and I think that's why the numbers are so high. But like, like this 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 whole concept, the whole thing that was like the the bad guy and the reason why she like all of it was just under under undersold. Yeah. It was it was bad. So just I'm gonna just highlight a couple of the stars and then we'll get into the actual movie. So it was directed by Patty Jenkins, stars Gal Gadot. Okay, you got that. <laughs> As Wonder Woman, uh, Diana. Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. I have a big problem with that part. I have a big problem with that. Uh, Christian (laughs) Wiig as Barbara Minerva or Cheetah. Hey, bro. She was the star of this movie. She was fine, okay? She was not as good as Gal Gadot, but uh, okay. Uh, I I differ with you on that one, buddy. I'll fight you. <laughs> and then Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord, who did a, who did a good job in his role. I think he did a good job playing yeah, uh, yeah. Maxwell, a uh, crybaby wannabe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, oh god. So, so much the, to talk about. yeah, this is this is like a two hours and thirty minute film. This is it long, but so it opens up with like a childhood flashback to Themyscira. So Themyscira is where all the Amazonian women live. And so she's like a young child taking part in what is basically their Olympics, proving of the warrior culture. I think like Hunger Games, you know, like that type of thing. She's like eight, where else everyone else is like 20. Yes. It just goes to show that, you know, Wonder Woman at such a young age, Deanna was out here. She was about that life and she was thugging it up. Like she, she was sm- for the first three fourths of it. She was smoking people. Like, oh yeah, she was doing great. And then all of a sudden, she pretty much lo- loses. Loses. Uh, I want to say loses track of like her determination and like gains a little bit of doubt and then falls. Which I think is a tree. Good, yeah, yeah. thwacked by a tree. Uh, I think that's some pretty good symbolism of how, like, sometimes Wonder Woman doubts herself. Um, I think yeah. she did that a lot in the last movie, that that the hero doubted herself, you know? Yeah, I can see that. And it's like, sometimes her doubt stops her, and I think she just, per- that, that was her downfall. She looked back, got hit by a tree, and was behind. Why the horse didn't stop whenever the rider fell off uh, is beyond me, but you know what? Okay. A horse being shook that the rider falls off. Usually a horse stops. It doesn't just keep going. Have you actually seen horses? They don't stop. Are you serious? No, they go. So if you fall off, they just keep keep uh, running? More than likely, yeah. Well, shit, I learned something new today. Yeah. But, like, so then she, like, takes a little side cut and, like, she's all, she almost wins again. But then, like, her mom, yeah. I think this is her mom, stops I don't her think and it's her... like, you don't think I, it is? I don't think that's her mom. Um, I'm trying to remember off of the last movie. Uh, she's like the she's like one of the head warriors of like the, the island. island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. But I don't yeah. think she's the mother. Yeah, she basically stops her and is like, "You cheated," and then tells her, well, "Was it like she has a lot to a lot to learn before she becomes a hero?" And that greatness mm-hmm. is not what you think it is. So, kind of let's set the stage for, I guess, the rest of the film. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That whole ordeal, that whole part, that part made me mad. I'm sitting there like, yo, she's about to win it for real, even though she got, you know, messed up a little bit. 
she's about to win. I'm like, yeah. okay. And, and then she, she gets yeeted. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what? What does that have to do with finishing the race? I have to finish it in order, in order to to win? Like, what? That's yeah, wild. Yeah, you think resourcefulness would, like, come in, like, they would benefit off of that. Yeah, you're now. quick on your feet. Another another thing is, like, I guess it had to show it, but this part also really wasn't needed that much. What do you mean? This this whole uh, race? Yeah, we, that was just something for us to look at, and, like, we do get our first look at, like, the golden armor. Oh, yeah, you're right, because this whole, quote, greatness is not what you think it is. I thought it was going to be such a big thing in the movie. It has nothing to do with this movie whatsoever. Greatness is not what you think it. Greatness being the ultimate I, thing is not portrayed in this movie whatsoever. I mean, oh, it is. How? Kind of, think about oh, the whole for, thing. for Cheetah? For Cheetah, that lesson is, and the, is learned. And the whole wish thing, as we're about to get into. But I don't think I, it I was... Think it's more of a reach, and there was better ways to implement it, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we get all that part, and that's the first like twenty, fifteen minutes or whatever. And then we fast forward; it's nineteen eighty four, and we—I literally have it in my hair notes. We get to know it's the eighty because of the music, the scenery, and just all the women that are in aerobics. Yes, that—that's all <laughs> the different like five minutes of 1984 are once you actually get into it and like i have it right here my favorite person in the whole film was the older black gentleman he's just he's just sitting there just absorbed in we, like we all know why we <laughs> came here to see aerobics on those multicolored tv screens outside of a window we all know we're not in it for the yeah. fitness okay we're in it to see some 90s booty okay or 80s whatever we're in the 80s that's right 80s yeah 80s um, then we get, like, a montage of, like, Wonder Woman running around, uh, just barely in sight because no one really, like, apparently has seen her as much. Um, people from Falling almost getting wrecked, but, like, driven over by, like, two teenagers in a car. Uh, some dude, I think, about jumps off a bridge. I, honestly, it's kind of a blur. I don't remember that first little bit. But, uh, like, she just pretty much goes all over the place trying to save people yeah. and whatnot. Doesn't she but, save a cat at one point? Yeah, I think she does. Yeah. And, I thought it was a pretty nice little thing. Yeah. The first major scene is in the mall, though. Oh, yeah. So you get the these, like, crooks that, like, go and hold up a store. Because apparently it's a side operation for, like, black market artifacts. And I like the idea of that, but why would you put that in a mall where like, there's constantly people? Mm. Uh, movie effects that's all I could say that's fair but like they steal a bunch of stuff and they're about to like they're about to leave the first two dudes do what they need to do they they hand it off it's the people they hand it to that mess it up as soon as the guy goes to move the bag he drops his gun a woman screams and he's like ah screw it we're found out so he grabs a kid and is like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I... throw her off the ledge let me tell you something. If I see a gun fall out of a guy's thing, my first instinct isn't, oh, I'm about to scream. Like, no. I'm going to look at the gun, look at him, turn my head, and keep it pushing. You, I'm really not about to be the one to ruin their heist. I'm not. I'm just not. You really got me messed up screaming out 
of uh with like criminals out here with guns you out here screaming what that's cause for death i'd be the person to try to tackle him because he already dropped the gun what else oh here we go night wolf doing his thing again (laughs) you you tripping (laughs) all right if you want to rob a place who am i i'm not the police (laughs) (laughs) you better you better go rob that store and leave me alone (laughs) that's fair i just want to know why did he decide like oh i'm just gonna dangle this child over the ledge though that's not take. That's like going beyond taking a hostage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see a point in. I I never understood hostage situations. Like, oh, you think you're gonna get away by holding a kid hostage? Okay, once we give you what, what you mm-hmm. want, and you drop the kid off. We're going to follow you. Splattered, yeah. Like, yeah, you, you really think this was your best option? You should have kept running, player. Exactly. But anyway, Wonder Woman comes to save the day. And this is our, I guess, this is our first major action scene. Yeah. As she's like, she comes in whipping around like Spider-Man. Like, she's just, <laughs> she's spinning, spinning around, fighting crooks while also saving children at the same time. Like, she, like, hits the one dude, knocks the one kid into a teddy bear. The kid looks at her, winks. I hated that. I I hated it. It was so tongue-in-cheek. Hey, it's the 80s. I kind of forgave them for that because I guess they're doing, like, what they did in WandaVision where, hey, we're going to do everything in the 80s. Everything's going to be in the 80s, even the commercials and (sighs) even the release date for the show, which is trash. But... (laughs) but like i guess since this is the 80s they're like this is like an 80s type theme we're gonna do tongue-in-cheek 80s stuff like in the first wonder woman movie it was no it wasn't even in the first wonder woman movie wasn't in a current event time but like world war ii but in justice league when you do see her like it's there's no tongue-in-cheek stuff like that there's a little bit but there's not as much as like not uh, as this, not well, as this movie. I'm, so, I'm gonna save this kid. I'm gonna save these kids. Right. Just, like the kids having fun with it. I don't know. There was just <laughs> something about it that felt off to me. But like, either way, she she saves, she fights the criminals and everything, and then it skips a bit, and we get to meet Christian, uh, Christian, Kristen, Kristen Wig. Uh, so in the film we're named Barbara, which I'm gonna refer to as Barb because it's so much easier to just say Barbara. Yeah, Barb. Barb. And it, the movie goes out of its way to ready first to show that she's like a nobody. Yeah, I was like, in the, I mean, and this is like pretty prevalent, you know, like in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak uh, much on being a black man in the 80s. But in the 80s, a lot of nerdy people um, ha- are like you know, shunned upon and cast out and like, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to you. And they make it pretty known, like, Barb is that dork nobody wants to hang out with. Which is still kind of hard to see because she's so beautiful in this movie. I don't know what everybody's talking about. But the fact she's like, like, feet from a dude and she's like saying, hey, can you help me? And he's just like, what? And just like leaves her. I think his name was Jake. Uh, uh, yes. It, it actually was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it then, was. uh, but so it actually took me a bit to figure out where they're working. She's working like a, she, they work at the Smithsonian. 
Uh, okay. That makes sense. I was like, yeah. they're doing all these artifacts and stuff. I was like, is it the Miss, the Smithsonian? I was like, it, it probably is, and I'm just not paying attention like yeah. that. But oh, okay, I'm glad. That that I, I had to read that because apparently, like, it just went by me at some point. But yeah. and then surprise, after we get to find out Barb's a nerd, uh, Diana works here too. Apparently, so like they're in the kind of like the same area, same like artifacts gemology stuff like that right i mean it makes sense she's nearly immortal and the best place to work would be in a history place because yeah. you know the most history and like looking out for artifacts and stuff like that which they go to do so like apparently those artifacts were stolen the smithsonian's looking into them for like the fbi and this is like probably the first really important scene because this is when they start talking about the stone. Ah, yes. The stone that takes you to a land of mythical dragons. Dragon tales. <laughs> Such a wonderful stone. And the rest of this movie is just them wishing with all their might to fly. Yeah. What is it? With I don't know. I don't even remember. To fly with dragons in a land apart. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, fly with dragons in a land apart. That's it. <laughs> I wish, I wish with all my might to fly with dragons in the land. Nah, in the it's all my heart. It's all my heart. All my, all my heart. There we go. There it is. Um, and, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, um, so Barb finds this. I mean, I, I actually wanted to talk about, like, the whole uh, Deanna meeting Barb for the first time. Because I thought it was a... I, I, don't, I didn't know how I felt about Deanna meeting someone like this. Um, it, I thought she could have been nicer. It might like one, like she is wonder woman at this point. Like she's been around yeah. for a while. I don't know why she would like, like she, and she know like she's a part of the time period. So she kind of knows how people act, but like not treating her with that much, you know, like more care or more like sympathy or empathy. It, it felt yeah. like it was, it wasn't that, you know? I mean, she just dropped her papers. There wasn't, there wasn't much there though. Like she has to go to dinner and stuff like that. But I feel that was more with Diana being reserved, like, because after everything, she's more the reserved type that goes her own way. E okay, yeah. I guess she's still hurt about uh, Trevor. So yeah. I, I guess I get that part too. I still think she could have been a little bit easier. But eh, it is, I guess it is what it is on that. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, it all comes around, though, because after, like, looking at the stone, they were they joked around about it being fake, but, like, you could tell Diana was like, hmm, there's something about this. And so she decides to go out to, they go out to dinner, they have, they act like friends. Um, it's basically just them hanging out. And eventually you have Barb walking home, who gets, like, attacked by this old pervert dude. That was just like trying to like grope her. Yep, it was. Uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was a little, I was a little salty myself. I was like, "Yo, do people really act like this in the eighties? <laughs> people act like that now." This is also true, and you know, I just come to find out, I can't hope in humanity. So it is what it is. Oh, I lost my hope years ago, but it was okay <laughs> because Diana came in as herself, not Wonder Woman this time. But gave the old pervert the wombo combo, just like slapped him into a light pole or whatever. 
Oh man, she shoved the mess out of that dude. I was like, yo, ho, ho. Like, you be, I bet you don't be a pervert next time, fool. Women got women got power like that. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that shit, she like throws it off. She's like, oh, it's easy to do. You just have to throw their momentum back at them. And I'm like, you just launched this man like 10 feet away. There's something going on here. It's all about the momentum, you know, bro. If she told me it was about momentum, best believe I'd be a, a bodybuilder the next day. I'm oh, like, exactly. bro, it's all about momentum. Uh, next time I shove somebody in a fight, you best believe they going through a window. This this strong lady, Arkansas. She just told me it was all about momentum, and I just, hey, changed my life. <laughs> but then after that, we get Barb going back to the office, and basically she's like. Oh, I wish to be just like Diana. And this is when we find out the stone is real. It's the real wish stone. So, yeah, she touches the stone coincidentally and is like, you know, I wish I was sexy, strong, and beautiful, and smart like Diana. And the stone's like, hey, that's my job. And it does it. And it does it, yeah. So the next morning, she's going out of her office because she apparently slept there, and she like does like a heel hop. Yeah, yo, I, that's hair. impressive. Listen, any any, I don't know women. Some women say it's easy to like just do that in heels. Listen, when I look at women like running in heels, uh, oh, dancing yeah. around in heels, I'm like, yo, my entire ankle would been it gone. Was Y'all got me messed up. Y'all really out here doing like the fact I'm pretty sure she just did that because she had that skill. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure she just had that skill to do it. And the fact that I saw that uh uh-uh, bro. That 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 gave I cringed when I first saw her do it and land perfectly. I was like, ooh, okay, she's fine. I was like, goodness gracious, these people are crazy. And then after this, this is we get our next main person, the big baddie of the film. We get Maxwell Lord, who Maxwell. I think Pedro Pascal he did a great job playing this guy. Oh yeah, but I also hate this guy, and that's why he did such a good job. <laughs> yeah, so I can't. Basically, Max somehow knows about these artifacts and is coming to basically see what shady stuff he can get away da- get away with, and he's like being like really friendly and touchy with now cool Barb. Yeah, because Barb's like, oh, this is this is a celebrity, so you know, gotta be, gotta look good, gotta impress this guy, and Maxwell's like, you know, I'm basically gonna just, um, eh, you know, like my wooing. Yeah, I know what I came for, you know, and stuff like that, and it works because it's the '80s, you know. Yeah, and apparently he's gonna be like, they're gonna have a party because they're gonna be. He's apparently donating a large sum of money to the Smithsonian. But, like, you can tell Diana comes in and she's like, who are you? You seem shady already. Because she knows he's evil. Evil. Right. (laughs) Evil, but not evil. Like, she knows what's wrong with her, but it takes a while for her to be like, oh. Diana's Diana's pretty progressive. So she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not easily amused by you, sir. Yeah. I don't like your 
little giggles and your your little touches. You're a weirdo. But basically, after this, we get we actually get to know more about between I feel like Barbara and like um, Diana. We get to know more about him in more of a time. I think like they spend a lot more on his character than Barbara. Barbara is just kind of like the she's. <laughs> She's like the side, she's like a side side character. She's jealous. And I mean, I get, I get that it's like Deanna and the Big Bad, but like, I mean, well, now now that you mention it, it is a two hour and thirty minute movie, so she did get good screen time. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it was like not not a lot that goes into her character. Yeah, I wish they would focus a little bit more on her because I I went into the movie thinking like she's going to have a, a much in-depth backstory and stuff like that but it's just oh nerd gets powers nerd becomes cool nerd is so caught up in being cool they change who they are and now yeah. they're the villain i'm like okay but at least like if you're gonna do that trope then please like go into more detail Give, make me feel for her now she's just becoming an asshole which we've you know later find out it's the stone's fault but like yeah. That that uh, to me that's just some kind of uh, it's weak Yeah, it's like yeah. uh oh, here it is. We're this is the reason why she's such a bad guy. I'm like, oh, come on now. They're like a uh, magic stone makes you the bad. Okay. Yeah. But we we learned that Max is he works for this place called Black Gold. Um and he's basically a failing oil businessman. He put all of his money into like these stakes of land that we're supposed to have oil. They didn't have oil. And he's basically running like a Ponzi scheme, trying to keep the little bit of money and fame he has left. And I'll say it, I'll say it's not so much as a Ponzi scheme. He just risked everything on oil being in these locations. And when he found out there was no oil, it was like, Hey, yo, uh, I really fucked up. Um, (laughs) the the Ponzi (laughs) scheme part is just the, uh, the him not acknowledging he fucked up and he's just being like yeah, he's trying to hold on mo- give me more money because i'll get it to you by next week and you can kind of tell like he's that he's that loser pretty much he's a he's the he's that loser and he's like in this moment in his life he's like oh i have a chance of being something great and then now it's like oh i all of it was a uh not what i thought it was but I, so many people invested on me thinking that I'm such a great person. Let me try to uphold that. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, he stayed a loser because of that. Like, he kept trying to impress. And he, he just lost sight yeah. of himself. Yeah. And you get, like, you get more of that later, especially. But, like, then, like, one dude comes in. His name is Simon Stagg. He's one of the last, like, stockholders in his company. He's like, yep. I want my money and then I'm done. You have, like, I think it was, like, 24 or 48 hours to give me my money. Oh, he gave him 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours, yeah. And then um, we, we go from there to learn that, like, apparently he's also, div- Max is also divorced, has a child that just, like, comes in. He does seem to love the child. I think he does. He, like, especially by the end, he loves the child, but he's just, like, neglectful almost. He's like, you sit here, I'm going to go do my stuff. I think he's just so caught up in trying to... I guess I guess I take back what I said about the movie not showing greatness is uh, yeah. what was it, uh, what was the quote greatness is not what you think it is so like I guess it does a great fact with him 
saying showing greatness is not what you think it is and barb i guess for him he was so caught up in trying to be this great guy like this greatness type thing when in in all actuality like he was already great the fact that he has a kid that looks up to him he was great um and he i I see like he loves his kid he does he's just trying to be great and he gets caught up in it so i guess uh, that's what i think I don't think he's a neglectful. I just think he's just lost himself once yeah. he became the stone. Yeah, he's. I would just. I was only saying. I guess neglectful in the sense like he's spending too much time trying to become something big, whereas yeah. he should just be there for his son. Right. And um, I I just love my little note here. Overall, Max is a big baby loser, man. That's that's just the feeling. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Like, he he all he does is want want want, and then it's like at the end of the like, if he doesn't get it, he'll try a different way. And so yeah, I big baby loser, man, is accurate. One second. Why are you not scrolling down? Oh, you want me to go on to the next point? I got you. Um. The next thing is that now we have uh, we go to this, this big gala, you know, it is this thing that uh, Deanna is at and she shows up, you know, fine in a nice in like, white dress, nice big white dress. It was- and here in your notes, I see, you know, <laughs> Jesus, I would let Gail Gat Godot do whatever she wanted to be. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, bro. I, 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 I would simp so hard. I would be I, the simpiest simp. I still think Barbara looks better, but it, whatever. We can agree to disagree. It's fine. <laughs> um, I see you have this thing saying, "Did it just play pleasure dumb hoo ha?" I I don't know that oh, song. Yeah, or... so it was it was like the music in there. Like it was like some kind of like was it like weird techno. It felt out of place, but at one point I swear it said Pleasure Dome, hoo-ha! And I was like, okay, this is the best song ever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was just a little side note. But basically after that, you have Max sneaks off with Barb to like have sexy time, but he's just being sneaky, because he, you, we know he wants the Wish Stone. He's like, I need the stone so I become can become powerful. I mean, he gets it in at the end of the day, but he's there for one... He's there for something else. So that, yeah. that's what I'll say. Um, which is which is such a waste because like, well, as you said, she was looking fine. Like that black dress, yeah. But okay, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, but then apparently, like, we go further into the party. I had missed yep. this at some point. Whenever Diana wished for Steve to come back, I don't know, like, when she remember her looking at the stone and thinking. I don't know if she actually wished. She, all these guys were coming up to Deanna because you know she's a she's a gorgeous woman and whatnot, and they're trying to talk to her, dance with her, all of that. She's not having it because she's like, I'll never love another man, except for Trevor, and it's like, okay, but there was Superman, but whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh well, she goes. Right now, so. so she like goes. I think she goes back to the. Uh, the the smithsonian or whatever picks up the stone and just like i think she just i I think she's like i wish you were here i think that's what she said something like that 
not she doesn't say specifically Trevor, but I think she just like wishes yeah. that he was still there or something. You know what I mean? The way they brought him back was... That's I one didn't... of my biggest problems with this film. Because yeah. the fact that... He, like, there's just this dude at the party like, Hey, talk to me, talk to me. She's like, get away, creep. But then she realizes, oh, wait. Tread the... This is Steve somehow. Yeah, because he says, he's, he says it. It's Trevor because he's like... Hey, or he says, hey, you know a line from the last movie that you remember that you can only know it's me by and she's like what the fuck and then and then then you're like okay but that's not steve trevor that's not him it's not and then they do this whole it's my soul inside of another body and i'm like are you serious yeah instead of simply just being like he's back they could have simply easily done that. They were like, nah, we're going to put his spirit in some random dude's body. I was like, that's not bringing him back. Like, that's saying his spirit... Okay, like, if you if you can say his spirit came into somebody's body, you could just say his spirit came back in in his own body, yeah, and, material and he's just alive. Like, that's not yeah. that hard. But no, this random dude who had probably no idea what was happening just got possessed, so now his, what happens to his entire life? He probably had family and friends. Now he's like, his job him. is probably missing him right now. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think they, they, they get around it by saying this is who this guy was. Uh, he's divorced, no kids or whatever. Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, they get around it. And I'm like, okay, that's that's just yeah. BS. You but just, go ahead. It is BS. She, she's just fine with it within, like, seconds. She's like, oh, okay, this is because okay. She's, because she's like... Because I know it's you, I only see you. I'm like, okay, whatever. You've lived for, uh, I want to say, what, such a long time now? I want what, 50, 80 years or something? Yeah. You've lived so long. This this still would bother you. Like, I'm pretty sure this would still, like, bother you. And proceeds to have sex with it. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't believe this for a second. But it, whatever, whatever. So much problems with that so many problems and then even more like crazy as we get into it we switch back over to maxwell lord who now has the stone and he's like you know what this is cool and all but what if i was the stone and <laughs> proceeds to wish to become the stone itself and like I think that was his master plan the whole entire time like he's been writing notes and stuff he knows what the stone does so he fully knew I'm going to wish to be the stone. It, not that I wish I had the powers of the stone. Not that I wish. That's my only problem with it. If you want to be the stone, cool. But phrase it differently. Like, don't say, I wish I was a stone. At, at that moment, when he said that, I was like, oh, he's yeah. going to be a rock. He's going to be a rock man. No, oh. the stone disappears into sand and just, it. he's the stone. I'm like, that you know is what? dumb. You know how much more I would have loved the film if he was just a rock dude now? Uh, like, I was like, so, it was at that moment I knew this entire movie is going to be about him messing up wishes. That's it. Him being the worst genie. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm seeing right now. And I'm like, at that moment, I was like, I'm not interested in this movie anymore. Yeah, I was out of it. I was just like, ah, okay. I was <laughs> like, there's no real bad guy. There, there really is no real bad guy now. Because how she, how is she going to win? 
against somebody who can control. Like, yes, you got to touch yeah. people and they have to wish for it, but what can you do at this point? Which technically doesn't, because as we'll see in the end, I don't know how they. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's keep going. But okay, we go to the next morning and we find out Barbara Strong because she she rips her uh, fridge door off the. Clear. Uh, yeah, like clear yeah. off the hinges and just kind of like, oh, okay. It's it's like it's like okay, you're strong. I get it. It's a yeah. nice little thing. Um, we, later yeah. on, we get another scene to where she's like at a gym, also in aerobics, because that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought it, that was funny. It, it was funny as she's just lifting heavier and heavier weights, and she's like, ah, okay, I am actually strong, strong. But I guess it's not super important because we know she is she has powers. But the first big thing, like with Max again, is he has his new powers. He goes over to uh, the dude that came in earlier, Simon Stag, and he's like, "Wish, like, wish for me to have your money or something, or like, wish for me to be better." And like the dude does like a wish like that, and he's like. I okay, cool. Your wish is granted, and then also uses that to take all his like assets and all the stuff he owned. Yeah, yeah. I get. I, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. That's. Um, I mean, I, honestly, the way he gets the wishes from these people, I thought it was pretty creative. Yeah, I was like, it's a pretty creative thing. Um, I do take back what I said about. Okay, look. I think I think that Maxwell Lord, Pedro Pascal plays him well. The character Maxwell Lord though could have been so much better. Like I don't like how he's like some crybaby bitch boy. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't I like if he was a guy who was like always a loser and stuff and if he acted that way with his son and stuff and then when he walked away he's like okay, I'm going to be determined to do this. And a little bit more serious, I guess, yeah. I would be like, okay, this is a guy who, who's been planning this out for a long time. He knows how to talk to people. He's not stuttering when he's trying to think of what he wants them to do, what he wants them to say. Like, this guy's tactical. He's a villain. Like, he, he really knows what he's doing. And then at the end, he has that little shine of remorse because of his son. Then I'll be like, okay, this was good, yeah. but... I don't like it's that. Not how they moved his character. This is like a a a regular Schmegler guy who has just had it rough, trying to get on his feet. Who gets the power that he's been looking for, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Like if yeah. that what you're, if that what if that's what the big villain is, then I'm already turned off by this. Yeah, especially for a big superhero movie. Like it's just yeah, like, <laughs> like Wonder Woman, a literal. Uh, a demigod, pretty yeah. much, who can like kill people with a punch. Like, come on now, like the last come big, on. the last big bad in the first movie was Ares, like literal like, god of war. That was some dude who could make wishes. Like, okay, but like either way, he like it. Also, like the rules become clear later on. But as people make wishes, he can grant them, but he can also take what he wants in return. So basically, he takes all his money and stuff, like I said, but and like he uses that more and more down the line, and we just kind of get the fact that he has 
now he uses this power. He has like all the oil that he's ever wanted. His company's starting to skyrocket. And like he just has people he uses his like receptionist to like wish that people would come in to start taking phone calls and work for him. And like a snap of an instant, he's just like big businessman. Like everything's going his way. Yeah. He's uh he's he's a real he's a real work of art, this guy. And then on the other on the less evil side, we get Diana and we get Steve as there's like a dress montage that they're trying to pick out an outfit for him. And I actually thought that was kind of funny. I think that was a little good thing. Like the thing to me for me, the thing with with DC how WB is doing their thing, I wish they would make it a little more serious. But think moments like this where they do like the little dressing montage of the 80s and what people like to wear and whatnot. I thought it would be I thought that's cool. But it the the way WB has been doing it is like the entire movie is kind of like this. Yeah. Like big colors, a lot of cheesy things like okay, but like the way you guys had it serious with I guess Batman versus Superman. I kind of liked how Batman versus Superman was. I liked the tone of the movie. Unpopular the opinion, movie, I loved that movie. Beside for a couple things, I thought the movie. I'd say I thought the movie had potential. Yeah. I don't. The way that they led up to the fight, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. In my opinion, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know how to stop the fight, and now that movie will forever be a meme. It will be. It will forever be a meme now because they fucked it up. It's it's I will I will say I'll give it credit where it's due. The cinematography of the movie is good. If Jesse Jesse Eisenberg is that am I correct as, yeah. as Lex Luthor? Him as Lex Luthor, I didn't have a problem with it. But he could have he could have been more serious. the more serious like the more serious Lex. Okay, he has hair and then he cuts it off later. Okay, but he could still be more serious. Like, all of that could have been different, in my opinion. Yeah, and before we go on another podcast about Batman vs. Superman... Yeah, facts, facts, facts. I'm going to rave this back in a little bit. Yeah. But, um, just kind of like the tongue-in-cheek part. Yeah, like... I like this, yeah. It does have a problem with that. My favorite line from it was, he's sitting there wearing parachute pants, and he's like, does everyone parachute in the future? I love this. That was, like, that, was, that was a nice little cute thing, which they do. We parachute now, but yeah. I think the funny thing was he always carries a fanny pack. Oh yeah, like, he always whips it out. I'm like, bro, what's up with you with this fanny pack? Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. And then, like, after they finally get an alpha for him, she shows him the future, and it's like planes, it's trains, escalators. And then she finally takes him to the Smithsonian to see rockets. Yo, bro, that I think was a good moment in the movie. That part of the movie I thought was amazing because here you have somebody who's lost in time and he's like, this is exact." like, I don't think he says it, but he basically is like, this is exactly what I dreamt the future would be. Yeah. And I'm glad the future is doing this. They should keep going. And, like, the little engineer in me was like, why can't people think like this? Like, why can't we continue thinking like this, damn it? Yeah. I love this. I Honestly, Steve Trevor 
is my favorite character in this movie. He is. Like, just the wholesome part of, of this movie is Steve Trevor. He's lost in time, but he accepts everything that's going on right now. And he's like, hey, it is what it is. I The future is rocking, I guess. And it is, hey. Yeah. Steve Trevor is, I think, is the best, is the is the man of the movie. Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna take what was granted to me and just be like, oh, it's fine. Even though he, even though he was technically like ripped out of heaven, which they he, like, <laughs> he talks about at one point, he's like, I was in this place. I don't know how to describe it. It was it was nice. And I was just does, like, does DC have heaven? Do uh, probably. I know Marvel maybe, has probably. hell. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they have to have some idea of that. I'm pretty sure Christianity still exists. I mean, like, but like in the comics, I know that hell is a real place. Like they yeah. talked about it, the Queen of Hell, all of that. Death is a real person, and all of that. But does DC have something like that? Like, you know? I mean, they have like the pantheon of gods and stuff like that. So like the idea of that exists. Okay, then I can I can believe what he says. There's some kind of equivalent. Okay, I can believe what he says. I can believe what he says then. So so yeah, you're right. He they ripped that man out of heaven. Yeah, (laughs) which is like super selfish. I mean, but selfish part on her part. Oh, it's fucked up. (laughs) It's fucked up. (laughs) And then like they they go back to the Smithsonian because that's where the rockets were, and she's looking around for stuff when she realizes, oh no, where's the stone at? Yeah, and so like they realize that, or Barb tells them, "Oh, I let uh, I didn't let Max borrow it. You know, the FBI won't care about it. It's fine." I was like, "Girl, uh, that is a crime." First yeah, off, straight up crime. Second off, like, what kind of just because you like the guy, just because you he he put his his schmeat in you, doesn't mean you give him something that FBI want. You, if somebody was like, can I borrow the stone, and I knew the FBI was under investigation of this, I'd be like, uh, you must be out your goddamn mind, boy. This is the FBI business. This ain't no, this, this ain't no gas station. This ain't no Facts. <laughs> oh, snap. But they figure that out, and they're like, Diana's like, oh, well, we gotta get the stone. So they break into Max's place. Meanwhile, it's like it's like havoc. Like everything, everyone's going in and out, wanting to like interview this man. So it was like super busy. But they get in there and they were like, they find the stones missing. They just find like the little, which I I want to say like bracelet, but it wasn't a bracelet. It was just kind of like what the stone was sitting in. Like that's all that's left of it. And they were like, oh, this has writings from the ancient gods. So they're like, this is definitely something super powerful. We have to get back. And from all of this, it just kind of leads to them. They're like, okay, we're going to go to Egypt. That's where he's going because that's where, like, the king, the oil king's out. That Maxwell Lord's going to go visit. Uh, yeah, the richest man in the world at the time because he owns all the oil and stuff. Yeah. I think his name was, what, was it King Crude or something like that? Cause, like, I, I, I think that, I don't remember. Yeah. He he was just like the crude oil emperor or something something like that. He just owned the most crude oil in the world. Yeah, and this is where they were like, okay, we got to make the most reasonable choice. We got to get there fast, so we're gonna steal a jet. They oh yeah, they do an airport or whatever, military or whatever, and just steal a jet. Mm-hmm. 
just like that. And they they use Diana uses her powers to make it invisible, which is a nice callback to the comics because oh, yeah. she does have yeah. the invisible jet. But the fact she's just sitting there like air bending invisibility, I'm just like, what? And that it was. I don't, I don't think it was air bending invisibility. I think at, it's at one point she's literally with a ball of like invisible like. I'll, I'll, I'll chalk it up to magic. I'll say, okay, she's like got a little magic essence in her fingers, and then it's like she touches it, and then everything goes invisible. That's what I think. And then, like like you said, the invisible jet, I always knew Wonder Woman had an invisible jet, and I didn't know how they were going to incorporate that. Um, two... It was a cool way. Two, that's the most dangerous thing in the world. An invisible jet first off you're flying in open air there's a lot of traffic in the air i'll tell you that that needs a lot of directing and the fact that you're flying an invisible plane is pretty dangerous three through fireworks and the plane doesn't get hit i call bullshit yeah well it was like kind of like skirting around it it was just like oh it's almost it was invisible but it was like reflective like a shield it's also the fireworks. He did not know what fireworks were. Um, fireworks, fireworks, weren't... fireworks for celebration were used as far back as 1776, like with independence. Uh, but it was... like, was it how? It's it's more so how popular was fireworks? I guess like how big popular. was fireworks in the like, time of the United States? Like they pop- fireworks were a big thing. I get, so, like, so did, he, did he really not know what fireworks were, or did he ask, like, what was that? Like, what's going on? Why is everybody was, shooting? They were flying, and he looks straight at them, and he's like, oh, what are those? This dude, okay. one, was in war. In World War II. So you're not, you're telling me they did not know what fireworks were back in World War II? Uh, uh, that, uh, him, well, him not knowing what fireworks were... I guess I can forgive because a lot of directors or some or or movies just forget that certain things in time happens in certain t- like they don't do their history you know like yeah. just a little bit of the eighties cool but then they don't do their history on other things I'll forgive that what I don't forgive is this man was in World War Two the first thing that I would have said if I was a World War Two vet brought back to life ripped out of heaven I would have been like. What the fuck is going on? Like, yo, fire, yo, somebody's blowing bombs right now. What's going on? I would have been like, we gotta take evasive maneuvers. Like, I'm flying this thing. I'm like, no, that's not what he said. He was like, what's that? I'm like, no, you. Wow. That's, not, that's not what a World War Two soldier would have thought. Oh, I, bro, can you? You know how loud fireworks are. They are flying next to the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> if that if that doesn't cause some type of trauma, I don't know what does. Like what? That's like a bomb going off in your face, bro. Like I would not I would not be as calm as he is. Maybe Wonder Woman, okay, I get why she's calm, but him? Nah, bro. See, just, one quick edit. It was World War 1, not World War 2. Uh I I just looked it up just to make sure so we were wrong. But it, it's, it's a reward. It's fine. Uh, uh, but just maybe he's just like, 
yeah, my girlfriend, she's a demigod. It's fine. Either way, that that part, I was I was sitting there scratching my head like, does none of this make sense? It none doesn't. of this. No. no, I told you it was a. I told you it was a. It was a a a, a, a low low scoring movie. I won't say it was bad. I won't say it was bad. I won't say it was... I will say it was mediocre. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I know I've been saying it was terrible, it was bad, it was all of that in the beginning, but it, in my, my true opinion of this movie, was mediocre. Did not live up to the first movie, didn't live up to uh, Aquaman, didn't... I, I think... I think Justice League was better than this movie. I would and say I thought, And And... and I didn't like how Justice League came out, the way it was set up, but I'm seeing a trend in WB not setting their movie up the way it should be set up. Like I feel like they're rushing. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh no, they it definitely is rushing. Um but so we get all this and they we get them flying and then it switches back to uh Barb who's doing an investigation on the stone because they're trying to figure out where it came from. Um, she's not full asshole at this point, so she's not fully on his side. She's still trying to help Diana and them. But after she, like, figures it out, there's just a whole bunch... Hello, Larry? One second here. Okay, sorry if my mom came in. Okay. But, like... There's there's just a whole bunch more of catcalling at this point, like yeah, they all go like, out of their way to be like, eh, people were terrible. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, okay, and yeah. then the whole you said catcalling. Um, you're talking about Barb, right? Yeah, she's like walking like for even like the police officers. Yeah, she's like, oh, you want me? And then, like, there were people just calling her names and everything. And then she runs back into the pervert from earlier. Lo and behold, the man didn't learn his lesson after the 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 push he got from earlier. You'd think he'd learn his lesson. No. He yeah. goes after the he goes after her. Oh, he doesn't recognize her, so I'll give him that. But still, like He just kind he, of a, a random like, woman pushed you down pretty hard. Making you feel like shit. I I don't think you'd want to provoke another woman again. Like, exactly. but no. <laughs> but like, yeah, he goes up to her and tries to kiss her again. She's like, no. And it's again the wombo combo. He gets the wham bam ham slam, and she like slaps him against the side of a truck, like kicks him, and really Bro, she she is killing this man, like killing this man. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I get you're the villain. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm bothered by it. Not for the fact that he deserves his ass whooping. Yeah. But, like, I, I guess I want to say that her becoming this non-caring villain and stuff is happening a little too fast for me. Yeah. And I get it's the stone. It makes her this evil person. Cool. I get it. But like the fact that it's it's just happening so fast with with the only context of it being the stone, it it makes me feel like, eh, whatever. 
but I, I like that this is like her being the villain. Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this. This is, I, I, I don't want to say I like that this is happening. I don't like people getting beat up. I'm a pacifist. I don't like people getting beat up regardless, but I like that this was her scene of her becoming a villain. Like this is a yeah. good example of her becoming the villain. So I was like, all right, that, that's, that's dope. Yeah. And, and then her friend, the hobo guy comes. Yeah. Through. And he, she's just like, mind your business. And like, I was like, uh-uh. I was like, uh-uh, no, that part right there. I was like, no, 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 no. What you're not going to do is you ain't going to disrespect the only friend you had. Yeah. He's homeless. Like what, what I would have preferred would have been she looks at him immediately regrets what she does and runs away that's what i would like that's what i would have liked to have seen because there's that what am i becoming but then leaves and then in the movie she's like then they go more in depth into her transition her feeling bad about this transition but then her finally taking it like saying you know what this is me now like that's what i wanted to see no it's like no, I'm I'm this way now. It is what. Uh, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm walking away. <laughs> I, I don't like that. And then from there we switch in. Now it's in Egypt. Like we're back in Egypt. Um, yeah. and Maxwell Lord, he's meeting with the Oil King, and he's just basically just talk like talking about the stuff, and then he's like, "Oh, what's your wish?" This man straight up wishes he's like, I want my homeland back. I want these filthy people to get out. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I, I mean, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. I get it. And, like, in return, the man, he was like, okay, you can have that. But I'm all, and then when he finds out he sold his oil already, he was like, okay, I'm taking your security. I'm taking everything you own. And he's like, bye. And when this he, is. This is what I'm trying to understand. The stones, well, they didn't get it on the stone, like how the stone is yet, did they? Like, no. They didn't. They didn't find. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll hold that for later. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, but basically, he just takes the security and he's like, "You're probably gonna get hurt now." Bye. As like this giant wall just gets erected around the area. I didn't understand how that was like took place of his wish um he didn't want nobody else he wanted his homeland to be secure he wanted no one else to come in there so technically even though it trapped people in it no war people were getting in Uh, but he also wanted people out like yeah it didn't Um, magic that that wall didn't magically kick people out like it it kept them in too like i i just didn't see how that yeah it was was definitely weird yeah but this basically at this point this is the point where the downfall of all foreign relations as he just makes things worse and worse for the world oh yeah i was like bro the fact that he wished for that i was like yeah that that's a pretty fucked up wish You're, you're gonna you're gonna reap what you sow on that one but by the end basically foreign relations are terrible like, it is almost kind of hilarious how bad it gets. But, fun fact, now we see Diana and Steve are in Egypt. Because jets are fast and whatnot. So, they're driving to Ka- Cairo? Ka- I think it's Cairo. And they conveniently see Max driving past them with his convoy. 
So, like, literally right place, right time, because movie magic. And they were just like, yeah. Diana's with the dude, she's like, okay, how much for the car? And then they buy the car and just drive off, leaving him on the side of the road. Facts. Which was, uh, hey, he got his money, so, you know, hey, if you're gonna pay me, I'm gonna say that's like, what, $2,000, $3,000? Something like in, that, yeah. In, in, to, in 2020 money, that's like ten thousand some like that or whatever like hey that's a new car for me bruh that's 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 fine take the car i'll walk back and get a new whip that's fair i probably i would do the same but just the fact that they're like okay and then he's just like on the side of the road in the desert i'm just like nah <laughs> something's gonna happen to this man more than likely you get a pocket full of money he's just walking around let me tell you, I would hide the fuck out of that buddy. I'm like, yeah, I'm broke. Can you take me to the ne- the nearest dealership? <laughs> yeah. I put in like my shoes, but <laughs> <laughs> basically, we get past this and they're they go to start chasing Max. This is where what we're over an hour into this film, and beside for that little bit of action at the beginning, this is our first bit of Wonder Woman action in like. I would say about 40, 50 minutes this is our first little bit of action. Yeah. Which, I don't, in a superhero movie, I don't want that. This movie, man. I tell you. I tell you. So, what happens is they did the, they're like racing up to Maxwell Lord. Uh, a lot, a bunch of action happens. Um, trucks flip. Wonder Woman does her thing. But she's losing her power. And we see that whenever, um, uh, the trucks are on their way to almost hit some kids, and Wonder Woman does this awesome truck flip. I was like, okay, cool. I wish we saw more of that in the rest of this movie, but she does it. She la- um, Trevor shoots out a bazooka, a rocket launcher, whatever, and she lassoes onto the rocket launcher to save the kids. And because she's losing her power, she or the the lasso like loses its divinity or whatever, and she like falls and holds onto the kids and saves the kids. Yeah, uh, it was actually the one other point in this thing is uh, she gets shot, which isn't like she's supposed to be bulletproof. So her being shot is like, uh oh, something's going on here, right? And the fact that she can't hold back a truck, which really confused. Yeah, it it all it all started to confuse me for a bit. Yeah. Um. But I'm not gonna lie, that bazooka scene, I, that was the dumb kid in me, like, okay, this is the action I wanted. I yeah. keep flying forward with a missile. That's what I've been wanting this whole time. <laughs> but, like, but, yeah, like, that's that's pretty much how that went. Um, and then he gets away, and they're just kind of, like, stuck on the side of the road. They're just like, okay, we lost our dude. And at this point... She doesn't realize it yet, but Maxwell Lord does tell her at this point that he's the stone. Yeah. I The minute he said that, I would have been like, oh, he's the stone. He's the wish guy. I'm going to go stop. I don't need to know anything else. Well, I guess you do need to know a little bit more about where the stone came from, what it is, and all of that. Which they do, yeah. moving on, whenever Deanna asks Barb to, can you look more into it? The only person who knows about it is this... Uh, here you have Bomb Bomba Jean. I think that's his name. I like it was like a random shaman that lives next it to like a, a record store. At a it was a weird name. Bomba Jean. 
Yeah, and pretty much we find out from this guy that this stone is used in civilizations that tears down like civilizations because everybody wishes for things and there's always a negative outcome and that's basically what's happening now yeah. and like so by by him being the stone his negative part was he's losing his health and by everybody wishing on him the negative part isn't that he gets what what they get they like he the negative part isn't that maxwell lord gets what the people already have the negative part happens anyway so he's yeah. thinking he's negating the negative stuff by saying i take this from you i take this from you when that's not how it works the stone does it by himself like you're still a person well, at the end of the day well no that that actually is how it is working well it's like double negatives happening then yeah well it's like because he wished to become the stone, he's now dying because the power is too great. But when he makes other people wish, he's taking stuff from them. So that is working like that. Does, like, that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, it's not exactly a double negative, but he's still... He starts realizing he's like oh i'm dying i need this wish power so he's trying to figure out a way to uh talk with as many people as wants to get their wish to get back to him but like we get that like little montage and he's sitting there talking to like um i'm pretty sure it was a televangelist or like uh, some kind of preacher and he's like yep the sex tape was gone you don't have to think all about it and then he's sitting there he's like I just need your whole devotion. And he starts making up this plan to like get a bunch of people to pray together. But he's like, instead of praying, can they say I wish? And yeah, that's the whole that's the whole loophole around his whole "I have to touch you to make your wishes come true." These particles touch everybody because they're from space and they're broadcasting to everybody. Oh, no, I didn't get to that part yet. Oh, oh. No, this is the what? point where he's talking to like the preacher man before he's like. He hasn't, um, basically at this point he's like, I'm dying. He's like, okay, I got to go to the next stuff up. And he, this is when he goes and he meets the president. Yeah. And the president basically asks for nukes. It, it, it all boils down to the, pre what the president wishes for is that the president wants nukes to beat Russia, which is very 80s-esque. Yeah. If you ask me. But he gets the wish, and it's like, oh, the Russians see that you guys are getting so many, um, what's it called? We see this as a threat because we're in Cold War times. You're getting a bunch of nukes. This looks scary. Russia's like, all right, well, oh, we're going to retaliate too. And then they're, the America's like, well, we're going to retaliate. And then it's like a whole big apocalyptic. Yeah. This is what starts the, oh, this is what starts basically World War Three. Like, World War Three is about to happen. Because everyone is just like having bad relations with each other. Everyone has nukes now, um, and so basically, he's going to this. The United States has a big broadcast thing that will allow him to broadcast every single thing in the world, like TVs, radios. Oh, it wasn't the preacher who said that. it was the president. Okay, the president, yeah. Because um, it was like a top secret thing. The preacher was just he was just trying to be like, "Can I come to your covenant or whatever?" or what is it's whatever the word is for a gathering of people at a church. Um, 
Footnotes, the actual Secret Service, that is this big broadcasting thing. Right. Before, and like, he's about to like leave. I, I want to back up just slightly. The one part where he's sitting there talking to his kid. Mm-hmm. Does the kid take his, like, also gonna have his powers? Um, like, I, wish I had your greatness. I wish I had your greatness. That literally could mean anything. That I, I, I didn't like that because I was like, well, if the kid has his greatness, then the, yeah, like you said, does he get his power? Yeah. Um, if it's not his power, does he get like all of his success? If it's not his success. And, like, the greatest, he gets his greatness by meaning the greatest thing that you've ever accomplished when you didn't make this witch wish, then nothing, then, like, I, I, I don't know what that could mean. It could mean anything, and I guess this is the director saying, this is, this could possibly, possibly be another bad guy, I guess. Yeah, I was, I was just a little confused in that part. And also, I found it kind of funny that seconds beforehand, the kid was going to wish. He's like, I just wish we were around each other the entire time. And this uh, Maxwell's like, no, you can't wish that. But he already <laughs> did wish that. it. Like, it, that's not how it works. Yeah. I. That's the thing. I have the rules. I'm just like, uh. But back, moving forward a little bit, back to like the White House. Maxwell's about to leave. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to this broadcast thing. But Wonder Woman and Steve, Diane and Steve show up. She's Wonder Woman now. And, like, I feel like this, like, the one thing they do right is the action scenes are good. Yeah, the action scenes are great. Like, her fighting Cheetah? Is that what you're going to next? The Her fighting Cheetah? No, uh, her fighting in the, like, the White House. Trying to, like, get Maxwell Lord as she's just fighting the guards. She's, like, even though she knows she's, like, gonna take shots and everything she's using her wit more to like stop the bullets and like slide around oh yeah. all of that's good because it's like right all that. that yeah and then uh, and then uh as, as she's about to capture maxwell lord uh cheetah shows up yeah and uh, i i like their I, I like their fight scene i did yeah because she comes in she's not full cheetah no, but, not full like, cheetah. She's decked out in like cheetah clothing, and she's like, "You're not gonna let. You're not going to get Maxwell to go." Because and I was like, "Not gonna stop." Re- I was like, "You really out here trying to stop this dude? You don't know why, and you're just because he slept with you that one time. You're gonna protect his life? Like what? Like yeah. what? I don't care what the stone made you do." Like, if the stone makes you a bad person, I don't see why a bad person would care about the first person they... Oh, oh, okay. Like, this this doesn't make any sense why she's defending him. She's defending him because if they fight him, the... She's gonna take away her powers, and she doesn't want that. She wants to be powerful. Oh, that's right. She did know... She did find out about that because of... If people renounce their dream or their wish, it goes back. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not losing my powers. I'm gonna fight you. And since Wonder Woman is, like, losing her powers, she she kicks her ass. Like, Cheetah just comes in there, just, like, clawing, spinning. 
Like, she's doing, like, torpedo dives. Yeah. And it's, it's, I thought it was pretty cool. It sucks that Wonder Woman was losing her power in that fight, because I was like, dang, this is kind of one-sided, but I, I know their their big fight was going to come up soon. So yeah. I thought it was pretty dope. And pretty much that is the end. Like, this, this is what leads into, like, the final act. Yep. Cheetah joins up with uh, Maxwell Lord in, like, his planer helicopter. And they have a little one part where she's like, I wish to be an apex predator. I wish to be the worst. I wish to be the strongest, worst thing ever. And they kind of. I was like, look, I know the stone made you a bad guy, but who wishes to be a fucking cheetah? Who wishes to be like. Well, I wish I was the peak of human genetics. Yeah, uh, make me an animal person. I'm like, what? Who wishes well, this? Her direct, her direct wordage, her her exact quote was, "I wish to be an apex predator." So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make with cheetah. Like, I get this is the '80s, and you saying apex means I wish I was at the top of the food chain of all women. I get that's what you meant. But say that. Like, don't say Apex Pre- Like, clearly you've seen all these people. You see what's happening yeah. to the world right now. Please, just say what you want. Like, please. Uh, the fact she became a cheetah woman. Look, I always knew she was a cheetah woman. But the way she became this cheetah woman was... I yeah. guess there was no other way to do it. I Honestly, there's no other way to do it. So I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> There's no other way to be a cheetah woman. Saddened by it, I am. Then, I am. I'm sad that it that that, that has to be the way. <laughs> and as they leave their like sad trip onwards, this is when we get our last scene with Diane and Steve because Steve's walking around amidst all the chaos going on. He's like, "The world's about to go into World War Three. You have to save the day. Yeah. I can't do this any longer." And basically, he's like, "I'm gonna peace out." And he's like, you need your powers, the world needs you. Yeah, and she's just like, no, I can't. He's like, do it. And she renounces her wits as she's just running through a crowd of people, slowly healing, and then just kind of like launches herself into the air. Yeah, Wonder Woman jump. Can Oh, by the way, can she always fly? Could she always fly? I, I think, I don't know, honestly. I'm not... I'm not the biggest Wonder Woman. That's one of the ones I'm least knowledgeable about. Okay. But the fact that she's just like, okay, I can take what Steve taught me about flying. Now I can fly. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I was like, so the reason why... So I, I, I was interpreting it like... You could always fly, but you didn't because Steve... Because you was afraid of flying... And now Steve explained to you what flying is like. You're like, oh, well, now I can kind of do it. I'm like, but that, that, that's yeah, not. I, so I, you could always fly, but like, what is this, what does this even mean? So you couldn't fly and now you can? Or, or you always could, just didn't want to? Did you gain the ability? Like, what? Okay. Early, and she's using her whip to make like air currents. Um, And then. She does that, and then at one point she's like, "He goes to the broad. Max goes to the broadcast station. He's there. He sets up his big old broadcast thing that's going all over the world. Wonder Woman's making her way there. She's 
she's whipping on lightning, like swinging on lightning, which is actually kind of really cool in my opinion. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool how she like whipped lightning, but I thought that was because she couldn't fly. Like, uh, yeah, trust no. me, all of that is cool. Everything that they did with the scene and everything, it was cool and dope. Just go for style points, but. If you're going for style points, then tell me it's because you can't fly. Like, if you can fly, what's the need to lasso a, a lightning strike if you can fly? It, Maybe she was getting tired. We don't know. Tired of flying? How you get tired of just levitation? Okay. Yeah. Either way, I think it was cool. It gets those points. I won't bash it because it was cool. Yeah. But, and then basically you have... Max, he has the big broadcast station, and everyone, he's like, wish for whatever you want, and it will come true. And then you have people wishing for things, just like, I want to be famous. You have the one dude that was just like, I wish you would drop dead. And then she's like, I wish all Irish people would get thrown out. And it was just... Immediately, immediately, ice. (laughs) You're under arrest! (laughs) I I laughed. I'm not even going to lie to you. I laughed at that. They she was there. sitting there dropping dead. I was like, dang, y'all funny. And like that was funny. Yeah. And then people are just going nonsense. They're just wishing for everything. And it's just leading everything into chaos. And then Wonder Woman actually finally gets there. Maxwell's gaining all his like health back. He's gaining like all of his power. Yeah, because he's like, I take your health and I take this, which I'm pretty sure he killed the guy. But that's pretty much what he did. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman finally shows up. And she's she's ready to fight Cheetah, who's actually now Cheetah. Who, which I think the CGI looks good, but it also edges towards a furry's wet dream for me. Like, it's like right on the edge. I was thinking, yo, bro, the furries are going to have a blast with this one, but. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But now we also get to see Diana in her Golden Eagle Warrior outfit, which a little earlier in the film we learned was like for their greatest warrior, whose name was Astera. So now Astera. So now basically Diana's like, I'm Wonder Woman. I am now the greatest warrior as she's in this golden suit, which I don't pretty dope. I, I liked it. Where, I just, I was in there thinking, when did she get it? She, do you remember the scene whenever she had it uh, in her room? And she's like, I've been looking yeah. for Estera. I know it's that. But the point yeah. of losing Steve and going to Maxwell Lord, it showed her flying and whipping on lightning. Not once did she have the... She, went, she probably went back to her apartment to get the, the thing. Which, I don't know why you'd be flying up in the air so long like that. You know, cool points, I guess. But she probably did all that flying was like, oh, shit. I got to go ride that lightning back to my apartment to get that suit. And get the suit. So that's probably what yeah. it was. But, so she's in this, like, really cool armor. And then we finally get the last, the last big fight. This is our last big fight, which only lasts only like two, three minutes, actually. And... Yeah, I wish it was a little bit longer, 
But, you know, WB's been doing this lately, so I can't <laughs> complain, I guess. Sure. I don't know, I feel like it's some of the shortest out of all the fight scenes. It is so short. So short. And, like... They... Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. You got it. And, like, the sad thing is, this, like, new fancy armor is not good. Like, Cheetah's just tearing through it. Yeah, I was like, you know, the wings is probably going to be like a some type of repellent type thing. You can use the wings and push her back and all of that, but no, it's uh it's it's just a shield, you know. Yeah, it's just, just kind of blocky. Cheetah's just kind of clawing through it and she pushes her back once and was like, ah, "I don't need these anymore." And then they're like they're just swinging around. One of them's using her like her lasso. Cheetah's using power lines. Yeah, and then she basically yeah, yeah. I don't know how she's not shocked by it, but yeah, yeah. And speaking of shocking, that's how it ends. Yep, pretty much. Cheetah's in the water, and she just kicks a power line into the water and just fries her ass. Yeah. So, which you know that would kill her. I don't know how she's alive, but I guess with the whole apex predator yeah. thing, I can forgive it. Take I a can... little 20,000 million volts or whatever. You, you never Golly. Know. But like, literally right before Diana, she's just like, take back your wish. Do it. And then she's like, no. And she's like, drowns her as she's being electrocuted. <laughs> superhero equivalent to taking a bath with a plugged-in toaster. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? So basically, Deanna walks away is like, I have the high ground, and uh, you know, Cheetah's like, I hate you. It's that's pretty much what happens in this scene. That's really all that happens to win it. And then, just so Wonder Woman, she goes in and she's like, she sees Maxwell Lord, who at this point, I, I in my notes, I said he becomes a super televangelist. That's all he is at this point. <laughs> let me, bro. Let me wrap up these last few see this last little climax, because this was the worst part of the movie. Again, remember, I didn't say this movie was bad. It's underperformed. This was just the worst part of this movie. He's super televangelist or whatever, and for some reason, there's a hurricane. In the room? What does that have to do with making wishes? I don't know. Is it the magic of the wishes that he's doing so much at once? There's wind? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, whatever. As you see, the world's getting torn apart with nukes getting ready to... Like, Wonder Woman can't reach him because there's a hurricane that's stronger than a demigod blowing her away, which doesn't make sense. It comes out of nowhere. Where does this wind come from? She's wearing this unstoppable armor that should give her some type of advantage, but doesn't because wind ex machina is stopping her. That's not even the ex machina of this movie, though. It's not even the ex machina of this movie. She gets, she, she, she beats him, doesn't even really beat, she stops all the damage that's happening with people, like, doing these wishes by talking to these people through the televangelic thing, and like, don't you see what's happening to your world? We're, We're destroying each other, reclaim your wish, renounce it, and she beats the bad guy with the power of heart, 
the power of a heart. The useless ring in 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 Captain Planet wins the whole fucking thing. And you you expect me to be like, oh, what a good movie. What a, what the fuck was that? You are you serious? I see you sitting there like somehow or another. A minute ago, she's using her wit, her lasso. It's not getting nowhere near him. But uh, the lasso tied around his leg, <laughs> like the it's divine, up there. like the divine lasso that can reach out and pull on lightning to swing from lightning for skill points because I can fly. You can't beat wind. Though it doesn't matter how fast you're flying in the air to pull on the damn lightning, you can't pull on him because. Exactly. Wind? Hurricane wind? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. At this point, I hope you lose. Yeah. Because that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it slides up. She's in there. She's given him, like, visions of his life where he was, like, lived in a bad home. Eventually made a little... He was, like, bullied at school. Made a little startup company. And then he's sitting there and he realizes, he's like, wait a minute. I have a child. How do you forget? You have a... I get... You're trying to chase greatness. But how do you forget you have a kid? You know what? He's forgotten this whole movie he had a kid. So yeah. it, it, I get it. I, okay? Okay. But the fact that your kid is in danger now, you – I mean, you didn't think about that. That Matter of fact, I'm a, I don't understand why he was going for after, after this much power in the first place. The only thing you really needed to be successful was the oil. You could have yeah. wished that <laughs> there was oil. You could have wished on the st- or no. If you you could wish to become the stone, then make somebody wish that you had found the oil and you had the success that you was looking for, so that your the your investors could monopolize and like say, oh, I made a good investment. You were right. All of this bull crap, and that could have been your story. And then like I renounce my wish of being the stone, and you win. That's it. That's it. But no. You got power hungry, wanted to be the president of the United States, wanted to what after you become the most powerful person in the world, what else do you want? Huh, more. What? What? <laughs> what? What does that mean? And Gosh. Then, and then basically I like it was almost like a tenant scene. Everyone renounced their witch and everything just went in reverse. Nukes went back into the ground, nukes disappeared. Like And you mean to tell me this isn't in the history books? You mean to tell me everybody's just like, oh, you remember that time we almost all died because nukes came from nowhere and yeah. Russia was scared and we all was about to blow each other up? You remember Even that time? Reversing, like, people are going to remember this. They're, they have to. Like, what the? Oh, like, she didn't forget Trevor. Or she, she didn't forget Steve Trevor. She didn't, like, the kid d- didn't forget his dad. The dad didn't forget his kid. Like, people going to yeah. remember this. What the hell happened? What the hell happened? That doesn't make yeah. any sense. It was just like, oh, we have already gone two hours and 30 minutes. We got to wrap this up. And like, like are you serious? And, and there is no freaking way. No way. Everybody in the world renounced their wish. Yeah, no, no, no way. way. There are terrible people that we're going to do terrible things with that power. You think you mean to tell me seven billion people once they heard, oh, my, your wish can be granted. You really think I'm going to take back. I wish my student loan was forgiven. You really think I'm going to take that back? 
there, you got me messed up. There's still Woman. one loot. There's still at least one nuke out there, and that's North Korea. You know, North Korea is just gonna be like, we don't care. You think, you think Kim Jong would have been like, what the? F- a woman telling me what I need to do? Fuck yeah. out of here! Come on now, come on now. That and we're in the eighties. Okay, okay, yeah. whatever. So Let was them have their. What was it? Kim Jong Un, I think, or something like. Yeah, they're his dad like, or whatever. Yeah, it, I don't it's know. Bad. And then <sighs> the calm of the storm. Everything's finally fixed. He's Maxwell Lord's back with his son. Uh, Cheetah. Did it? Did it ever say she what turned, happened? Cheetah. She just yeah. There. They show she. She's. St- I don't know how she. One. I don't know how she got. Well, she got there on a plane with him. Okay. Oh, okay. I got so many questions. Goodness. One. How did he get back home? Did he take the plane? He took the helicopter. During this whole, yeah. During this whole chaos, did, who flew? Who flew the helicopter? Did he fly it? Did some guy was like, "Hey, man." You were doing some pretty fucked up shit, but you know what? I'm going to fly you to your kid. Like, what? And then Cheetah. Okay, she turns back to normal. She renounces her wish, all of that. Uh, You're just stuck on this island now. What now? What what are you going to do? You're going to go back to your normal life, which you probably can go to because nobody knows you did this bad stuff. But how do you get home? And like... I'm going to be honest. She just lost all her power. She just renounced everything. She's like, probably gonna go and like drink to where she's dead. Like that's that's it. Like yeah, it's such such a oh, such a terrible way to end. Honestly, the way that they ended this movie was bad, so bad. Yeah. The the villain should not have been a wishmaker. Anyways, it shouldn't have. I would have liked Cheetah to have gotten her powers in any other way possible. And something else happened. Steve Trevor should not have been in the movie, even though he was the best character in the movie. But he shouldn't have been there. At this point, they're just like, how many times can we kill him? That's all that is. Like, let my man rest in peace. Please. He was in heaven. Let him go to bed. Let him be in peace. And then, like, oh. And then there was that dude at the end. That was that was the dude. The, his body, right? Who? Uh, What do you mean? At the very end, it's Christmas time, and she's like, "Okay, the world is back oh, to normal." That's the guy. Yes, yeah. that's the actual guy that, like that making the guys that the the body, the dude that Steve was in, because he's technically not dead. So I don't know how that worked. He just got his body back, and he's like, "I felt like I was in a dream. I felt like I know you, yeah, uh, strange like- woman who seems extremely gorgeous." And it's like, you know what? I'm gonna take this day. To be all philosophical and shit, you know, today was a good day. Everything is fine. I'm like, it's like I don't care whether I don't remember the last three days. It's fine. I'm like, bro, go seek some help first of all, and go drink or something. Like, go go to a therapist because you're missing some days. Something's wrong, and you're just cool with that. I, right, bro, get out of my face. Get out of my face with that bullshit. I'm glad this movie is over. Goodness uh, gracious. Just and then the very last thing is: Did you watch the 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 credits? Yeah, the end credit scene where Asteria or Astera, whatever her name is, she is alive and well. She didn't go back home because she's doing exactly what Wonder Woman did and was like, you know what? I think I like the outside world. This is great. Men live here, and you know what? Penis is all right. (laughs) 
I don't know if we could say that on a podcast. Yeah, but... we could say whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, this is all right. So I think she stayed and she was like, cool. And we find out that it's Linda Carter. Okay. And Larry. You know who it was. Huh? I was going to ask if you knew who it was. Oh, I only know who it was because you told me who it was. <laughs> and she's the, yeah. she's the woman who has played Wonder Woman before. And now that you mention it, I have seen old clips of Wonder Woman and I have said, you know what? She looks familiar. So I I have seen her before. Yeah, that's Linda Carter. I'm glad that she's still like doing her thing, you know? Um I don't like how she's like it's all in the momentum at the end. That 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 whole bullshit. I'm like, "Okay, you're yeah. really you're really telling people with enough working out and enough <laughs> momentum, you can stop something that could kill you Something's and you just killed that like you probably just killed somebody but okay <laughs> so what a movie uh, it's finally over i guess final thoughts uh, i'll go because i'm gonna let you wrap this up yeah go ahead uh coming off the first movie this movie had so much promise but this like the action scenes were cool they didn't last long enough the story made no sense it was just like, I was like, what's going on? There's a wish dude? Okay. The dude's a genie, I guess. And then, like, the ending was so anticlimactic. He was like, ah, yes, people are good. I have a son. Bye. I, I, I didn't yeah. like, I, I would, I, I would agree with the IMDb score. It's somewhere, it's, it's a 5.5 for me. It's not a 5, but it's not a 6. My thing is, I the movie like you you were right. The movie showed so much promise, and then when the movie started, I was like, okay, this is good, this is good. And then when it came to picking up the ball, it, they dropped it by making the villain a wish master, jokester, whatever, and Cheetah being the product of that said ver- thing, like it's. I wish Cheetah was made differently. Like, her origin story was more different, and I wish we focused more on Cheetah. Yeah. I wish I wish it had nothing to do with wishes, even though um, the guy who it plays Maxwell Lord... Oh, can you hear me? Oh, you're you're talking to somebody. But no, even though, like... Out for a second, sorry. You're... Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, you went out for a okay. second. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll say even though um, the guy who played Maxwell Lord, I forgot, uh, Pascal, what's his name? Pascal. Who's also even though he, yes, and he plays, he does a good job in his role. I wish Maxwell Lord wasn't a thing in this movie. I wish it was Wonder Woman versus Cheetah, and Cheetah had a different way of becoming who she is. That's what I wish happened, and it. It, it they did it like just give me a, a better story where if we focus on cheetah she's struggling to like a- accept this new power with its consequence but then she says you know what i'm a human i'm greedy i like this power and then she goes full circle into villain and then wonder woman's like i don't want to fight you but fights her anyways and then she's like she beats her and she's like you need to know what greatness is and then um what's her name barb says, you know what, I have greatness, and I give up. 
because something happens. They've done it before. They could do it again. I just wish that was the case. But, you know, they they really didn't do that in this movie. The action, the cinematography, all of it was great. Gail Godot, Gal Godot, whatever. I, I still have trouble saying it. She's a good actress. She's good at Wonder Woman. Barbara was a good... The person who played Barb, uh, what's her name, Wig? Kristen Wig, yeah. Kristen Wig was a good actress for Barb. Everybody who played their part was good. Just the way that they made the movie. Yeah, was... the overall story and direction. And I, I will give it a lower score than the IMDb. I'll give it a 5 out of 10. But I guess to be more accurate, I'll give it like 2 out of 5 stars. Okay. Like, or, or, or two and a half stars out of five, I guess, because I did, I, I could have gone without seeing this movie, honestly. And like, I'm a huge superhero fan, as we'll definitely cover more superhero films and comics eventually. Like, we're going to cover it. all that. So, yeah, just, so this movie was disappointing. As I said already, 5.5 out of 10, or I guess two and a half. Two and a half possessed boyfriends out of five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And remember, if you guys like this, please give us a rating wherever you're listening. Uh, oh, yeah. It really helps us, especially if you want to give us five stars if you really like what we're doing. Drop suggestions. Oh, yeah. We, we, we love movies, guys. I'm not much of a big movie person as Larry is, but I, I, I want to learn to be. So with a five-star rating... You can support my dreams of being a movie person. And it's oh, just a five-star rating. Just a five-star <laughs> rating. And it's thundering outside so well. So we will cut it here before we lose yeah. all of our precious data. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this. You can listen to this podcast on Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and YouTube. We hope you guys enjoyed this. And that's... Directors. Uh, that's on loop. Yeah. Peace out.